Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us and discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Grandinetti, and I have a very irreverent friend here with me today. Um, The thing I love about this man is that he's kind of the guy that doesn't take no for an answer. He always has a workaround. His name is Dr. David Kubes. And Dr. David Kubes was born in Vienna, Austria, and started his career as an international lawyer working in the airline industry and aircraft financing negotiating and working with different cultures, legal systems, and ethnical backgrounds all around the world. He began to specialize in conflict management, mediation, crisis intervention, and dispute resolution, creating something greater rather than fighting and conflict was always his target in life. This led to his second business, international business consulting and life coaching as a trainer, Dr. Kubis developed his own unique techniques of facilitation and coaching. In 2015, he discovered access consciousness and became a certified facilitator the same year. Today, Dr. Kubis is still managing his own businesses and law firm, became international attorney for access consciousness worldwide, and facilitates telecalls and workshops around the world. Dr. Kubis also runs a real estate development company in Vienna, an art gallery, and an import-export company in Cuba. He is fluent in German, English, Spanish, and Italian, and has basic knowledge in French. (laughs) I can't wait to hear you say something in all those languages. Welcome, my friend. (laughs) Hello, Sarah. Thank you so much for having you as, having me as your guest today. (laughs) I'm so grateful. Okay, so say, say something in German, like maybe the name of your new telecall out creating authorities. Will you say it in German? Wie man mit Behörden umgeht. <laughs> awesome. It's a very harsh language. German is very harsh. <laughs> well, I remember the, the first time um, you and we were all horseback riding in Costa Rica. And the, the guys who usually go out with us that speak Spanish that are Costa Rican were like nowhere to be found. And they needed someone to come and speak to somebody in Spanish. And they called you. And I was like, hold on a second. This guy's guy's from Austria. How is he coming over here to translate this? What's going on? So where did you, where did you start to have a love of languages or? Well, when you grow, when you grow up in Europe, I mean, we have so many, a lot of tiny little countries, a one hour flight you had, you had, when I grew up, you had a different currency, different language, different culture. So you grow up at least learning two other languages in school, you know, from fourth grade on. Uh, otherwise, you you somehow are lost. <laughs> well, I I love that two other languages is the norm, and you're yes. like, oh, it's because I live in Europe. But I, you're you kind of break all norms, my friend, because <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six languages. I'm counting. Is there? Well, I, I have to admit something. I'm I'm really impatient, and I'm kind of a control freak, and I. I learned the languages because I, I couldn't stand being translated. It was just too slow. Mm. And Spanish, for example, when uh, my business partner and I in 2006 had uh, took over a, a project in Cuba, which led actually to the input expert business I'm still running. Nobody was speaking any other language than Spanish and Russian. Uh, Cuba is very communist, so they have Russian as the second language. I just couldn't stand 
to be, I wasn't, I didn't know what was going on. It drove me crazy. So I was okay. I need to change that. So yeah, within three months, um, <laughs> I was fluent in Spanish. I, every evening I went to Spanish classes for a month and then I just spent two months in Cuba with no one who spoke English or German or any other language. So I just had to learn it in order to survive, which was pretty easy. (laughs) My friend, I am also going to call you on that lie that you're telling yourself and me right now as well, because anybody else could have turned away and just got, got through it with a translator. But what I see you doing, and, and even with um, our theme here about out creating authority, you went and created your own reality. Well, yes. What I'm saying is this is not normal, my friend. This is not (laughs) normal. Thank you. Okay. I'm so frustrated and I'm such a control freak. I want to be the one communicating on my behalf. I don't, you know, and I'm going to go create this as a reality. And so can you talk about busting norms and living outside the box in the way that you do? um, Kind of like always trailblazing your own path of whatever's required is what I see in the way that you create. So could you talk a little bit about that? Well, I, for me, if I want something, it, I just know there has to be a way. Um, and then you just go for it. It's this, I always call this impatience and this kind of being, uh, I don't know, it's, I can't accept a no if I want something. Um, <laughs> and then there, there has to be, if you keep going, you'll end up somewhere. I mean, that's, that's more or less my idea. <laughs> probably have no idea where and how and what, you know, it's like on the open, uh, when you're um, on a little sailing boat on the ocean, uh, if you want to survive, you need to keep going, sitting around waiting doesn't take you anywhere. Um, and it actually doesn't matter where you go and what you do, just keep moving. It's like breathing. What happens when you stop? You die. So you better keep on breathing. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I'm just picturing you like, um, as a little boy being like, no, no, is not an answer. I'm going to, to approve of right now, mom, uh, <laughs> this, this is going my way or no way. Um, so I'm, I'm curious if, if you can talk a little bit about, um, what tools you use to not accept no as the answer, because one of the things that frustrates me the most in the world right now, especially with the tools we have with access, mm-hmm. um, I have to really check myself when people are like, Oh, their first no and they like turn around and go home and I'm like how did you ask this question did you ask this question did you ask to talk to this person and they're like no 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 the girl at the front desk she said no and I'm like ah so can you talk a little bit about because I know there's nuances that you just be and I'm wondering if you can give some put some words to that because it is also in how you carry yourself it is how you present it's 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 the whole package of what you be and what you're willing to be in different situations that changes the outcome so can we start to put words to that? Well, first of all, I think it's the it's the way you look at it. It's your attitude or your point of view. Okay, if you are not accepting a no by resisting against the no, when someone says no, I, I am driven by curiosity. I'm not accepting no because no, and and go into resistance and reaction, and I don't fight against the person who says no. I basically function from well, you might not, you just don't know yet. So let me give you more information. <laughs> let me ask you some more questions. Just, okay, if you don't know, someone else has to know. It's like when you get lost somewhere, you ask people, you ask anyone who comes by until you find the one who tells you where to go. 
And that's what I do with these questions. It's more like based on curiosity and on, hey, there has to be a way. And I'm, I'm not angry at the person who says no. Um, they just don't know. So let me, uh, let me keep asking um, so I can find the next one and the next one and the next one. Um, that, that keep going energy based on, on, on curiosity and moving on rather than going into fight or making someone wrong. That never creates more. Um, everyone is who they are um, and everybody can be who they are if they just don't care or if they are not curious. It's okay for them, but not for me. <laughs> so yeah. I keep going. Do you almost have to have a willingness to, I mean, this is in such simple terms, but a willingness to be annoying? Um, it's actually, it's not annoying because um, uh, it, it always depends on what words you use. And, okay. and, and if you are kind, what, what I really learned um, growing up in Vienna, we have a, an incredible hierarchy of authorities. Mm-hmm. Um, so people respect a doctor, people respect everyone who works for the government. And oh my God, you never say no to someone who is higher than you. Um, what we learn in Vienna is if you really want to get something, you pretend to be the stupid one <laughs> and just always ask for help, which okay. is one of the greatest access tools as well. Um, ask a question based on kindness and curiosity and have no point of view. That's the, uh, that's the energy you be. You say, oh, thank you for that information. Could you help me? Would that probably work? Do you know someone? And do you know someone I can talk to? Would that probably work? And have you tried this? So you, you don't have to be annoying. If you invite people to, to that level of curiosity that you be, I think you're never really annoying because people are always happy if they can help. And even if not, you can just, with humor, you get around everything and anyone. <laughs> That's kind of guaranteed. Well, yeah, I, I, I can see that from your point of view. I guess what I was tapping into was like the people who won't ask another question out of the fear of like being too annoying or being something that they're not willing to be, whatever that is. Um, but when you say kindness and curiosity, what, what sparks in me and is, well, how can you outcreate authority being kind? Like, how is that even possible? Because there's already a resistance and a reaction there that I think people think takes them out of kindness. So can you talk a little bit about how you choose kindness or what that is for you? Because you are very kind. And, um, I always enjoy being around you, seeing you, seeing you on stage, your smile is, is intoxicating. Um, so I, I, but I know that other people might think that, well, you know, this package that, that kind of trailblazes has to be, you know, um, unkind or, or, you know, the opposite. Well, when it comes to authorities, I mean, when you are dealing with authorities, what are authorities? It's the tax authorities, it's the immigration officer, it's the custom officer, it's the police officer. So it's basically everyone who works for the government, okay? Um, my point of view is when, if, you know, mankind many, many years ago made the choice to live in a community. And when you live in a community that is bigger than your, your core family, you need rules and regulations to get along, okay? Um, that's not um, a structure and order. It was designed as a system so that people can actually live together. So if you, if you acknowledge that, they are here to help you, okay? They are here to make sure um, everything works. 
they are paid by the taxes you pay, okay? <laughs> um, you are their income stream. And everybody knows that when I talk to the tax authorities, okay, tap into the energy when you, I don't know, uh, airline program, when you are a 1K, I think it's 1K United Mileage Club, you are a VIP client because you pay so much to the airline that they reward you with a gold card. Well, this is my, this is what I do with my tax authorities. I pay a lot of taxes, okay? I am one of the, I'm a big income stream for them. So why should they be mean to me? It's that underlying energy when you approach an authority. If you look at them as someone who, who is against you, who wants to control you, who wants to harm you, that's not an idea of an authority. And also acknowledge that there are so many idiots out there who steal, who do fraud, who get away with it. That's what turned them into the, mean authority and that's why they have that mean image um, but it's your choice to 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 project that image at them or to actually give them a different possibility by having a different point of view and i can guarantee you the minute you're being that kind energy and that wow like we, we are co-creating our government together with our taxes it's paid and they make sure it works Okay, because you don't want to wake up and you don't want to have water and you want your garbage to be picked up every week that it doesn't stink and you want electricity and you want the highway to get to the airport and all that stuff. So you benefit from all of that. And if you, if you take away that anger and, and, and all that bad news that goes around authorities and look at what's their true, what was the, the basic idea of an authority, acknowledge that and be grateful that they handle all the shit you don't want to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> and also acknowledges you who pays them. <laughs> you you more like look into hey let's do that together. And if you if you look at them and if you if you don't look down to them or up to them, they are neither less than you and they don't control you. People make authorities way greater. They they kind of contract when they talk to tax uh, to tax authorities. They contract when they look at immigration offices. They always think they're doing something illegal or they look down at them and being superior. That doesn't work. It's this no point of view. Okay, thank you so much. We are co-creating our environment, our city together. Um, let's make that happen. And if you really want to get something out of them, um, they don't have an easy life. Most of the people who work for the government are underpaid. Okay, their creativity is cut down. Um, if you really want to be kind to them, don't, don't, I don't, don't throw that in their faces, okay? That is you with the great life and they with the shitty life. Turn that coin around, okay? Be grateful, make a little joke. I, I just um, traveled back from Costa Rica two days ago and I remember that uh, immigration officer that checks the passport. It's an, it's an old lady and she has, she has this beautiful, funny mask. I've never seen an, an officer with such a mask. And it was the third time that I get to her little cabin to stamp my passport. And I went and said, oh, my God, it's you again. Do you remember me? And she was like, huh? are you insane? You know how many people I meet? And I said, well, and then I immediately got up. Oh, probably not, but I do because I love your mask. It's great. And that turned a big smile on her face. And then she said, yeah, it's, it's from one of her daughters. And she thinks um, if we have to wear this shit, why not having a nice one, colorful one? And it was totally different. Okay. These are just people. Okay. 
they interact, they have their families, they have their lives, they have their dreams. They're not robots designed to torture you. They just don't have a very easy life. They have to deal with a lot of shit every day. And then there is you. And you can turn that coin around by the way you approach them, by your point of view and your attitude. You, it's, you are in full control of how that goes. You can be that difference. And that's the, the, that's the, the, the magic of it. And then you, you can only have ease with them. It's guaranteed. Kindness will always win. <laughs> well, I, I love that. And I also love it. Like I would, all of you who are listening that may have never met um, David here, I would love for you to, to log on and see the beauty of the man that I'm, I'm looking at because he could be, you. but <laughs> I'm just flattering. Oh, thank you so much. I'm receiving this compliment. <laughs> um, well, it, it's really the acknowledgement of what you choose with, with how you be in the world because so many people that um approach i mean have the accolades that you have and carry yourself the way that they care there's this there's this thing that flips that kindness goes out the door mm-hmm. and yet the fact that you're willing to choose that how much of an algorithm interrupt you already be just by being you and so question for those that listen to this podcast that don't know anything about access consciousness and and they're receiving right now um this information from you about choosing kindness when 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 out creating authorities which is really cool um so do you have any questions that you would love to give people to like whether they are talking to tax attorneys or they got pulled over for a ticket what are the the questions that we could put in their world today that would be easy to just have to pull out of their pocket well, when you talk to tax authorities, especially when, 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 uh, when you start a business, when you pay your taxes, the question you ask, it's, it's not this, um, how does it get any better than this and what else is possible? The question you ask these people is, can you help me, please? Okay. <laughs> so don't try to, oh, what would it take that I don't pay any taxes? That's not the question you ask. You call your tax um, guy who's in charge of your income tax and you call, hey, can you help me, please? I need to get this done. I'm confused. Is this a tax write-off? Talk to them, okay? Ask them real questions and ask them for help. I mean, they know. And if they don't know, they'll give you more information. Um, So that's the questions I ask. And if you talk to authorities, like getting pulled over by by a police officer, you don't ask any question. You apologize, okay? Every time I get pulled over, I stop and say, fuck it. You're so right. It's all my mistake. I'm so, so sorry. Just tell me how much I'll pay for it. And then they go, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> because they are used to being fought against, okay? Everybody fights against authorities. Just be the opposite of mainstream. When it comes to authorities, the key um, tool you can use, just be the total opposite of what they have to deal every day with everyone else. Be that difference, the opposite of mainstream, and you will have an amazing awareness and experience, okay? Um, Try that out. (laughs) Don't speed to have a reason to try it out. (laughs) But just keep that in mind when you deal with whatever authority um, in in the future. Be the opposite of mainstream and see what, what beautiful change that creates in your life and in theirs as well. Oh, I love that you mentioned that in your life, because it could be so easy to be like, 
oh, I'm choosing this to make it easier on them, but it's really the gift that you get to be for you too. Yes. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, So I would love to turn the corner really quick because you've mentioned the word taxes. So if you're still listening to this, even though David said taxes, good on you. (laughs) 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 Um, But I have a quote from you about money, which um, I know in Access Consciousness, there's an interesting point of view about being grateful for taxes and you know you're sharing gratitude for the people who work for the government here and um you i have a quote from you about money it says money was designed to support your life and business not to create suffer and pain are you ready to make money work for you instead of working of you working for money can you talk a little bit about that interesting point of view you have sir well, for me, it's not an interesting point of view. You just need to look back in history. <laughs> How did it all start? <laughs> well, just go, go back, you know. Um, <laughs> how did trading start? How did the economy start? Um, people started trading goods, you know, eggs for chicken and then milk for, for, for cows. And when, when mankind started traveling, um, they found out that it's pretty difficult to travel with 500 chicken to trade it for milk. <laughs> so what did they do? Well, they invented money, gold coins, instead of a product. It was designed to facilitate trade, okay? So the idea that money is a condition for something is a, is a lie. It's, it's, it's a lie. It was never designed to be that. Okay, idiots turned it into that. And there are a lot of people who buy this lie. This without money, they are nothing. No, without creativity, you won't start a business. But if you are creative, like everyone else for thousands of years, this is how trade and commerce and business work. Get creative, get to work, and the side product will be money. And money will be used to make it easier. But never ever in history was money the condition to start a business. And what, where, where did, is this always been something that you've had the awareness of, or did you develop it through going to school? And well, what, like, what was money like for you when you were younger? No, when I, I, I actually come from a very middle class slash poor family. We, we never suffered. We had everything, food and education and all of that. Um, but I also, I was born in Austria in Vienna, which is the, the seventh richest country on the world. So being, it, I saw so many rich people. So I always felt poor, but not poor like people, you know, <laughs> South America or Africa. Um, I, I always looked at a lot of money and rich people of, wow, this is awesome. What they, what the, the life is great that they can have. It's so much easier, you know. All this luxury travel, the big houses, the luxury cars. I mean, having maids, having a cook. I, I wasn't, I was inspired to have that too. I wanted that because it, for me, it was like, wow, it would be so easy. It would be so much fun, um, and it, it, it actually. Uh, I was working hard to make money until I uh, came to the very first Access Consciousness class where suddenly I, I realized, oh my God, it's actually not wrong to desire all of that. I, I, I started making myself kind of, uh, how can you ask for so much more while others are suffering? It's unfair. I couldn't believe that money and poverty, it's both a choice. 
and recognizing and acknowledging that poverty is a choice, that you can't help poor people, you can't even inspire them because everybody who wants to get out of poverty will get out of poverty. That's so clear for me now. And if they don't know how well, they all know how to uh, ask a question and they all uh, will find a way out. I, I actually couldn't believe that. And I was looking back at my life and all the people I, uh, I know, everyone I know who truly desire to change their financiality, they made, they made it. They made it. So not buying that lie anymore of being a victim of society, of being a financial victim of whatever, that, that doesn't, doesn't, I don't buy that anymore. Everybody can and everybody will, but you, you just be, need to be honest with yourself. Do you truly desire that? Okay, it's okay to, have, to be happy with what you have. Not everybody has to have that desire. My own family, they don't want that. They are happy in their tiny little life and it's fine. Not everybody has to have this desire. Um, I have it and I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about the lie of fair? What do you know about fair? Because, um, I mean, I see this all over. So I facilitate beauty classes and I see, you know, people who are judgeably per like perfect or beautiful in this reality will like try to dim it down and never acknowledge it because it might make someone else not feel beautiful. Mm -hmm. And now I hear you talking about it with money, not just now I've heard it many times in access where we go, well, I'm not willing to have that much because it's not fair to others. What do you know about fair? Well, fairness is a way to limit you. Fairness is an incredible, uh, it's a huge judgment. And fairness doesn't exist in nature. It's unnatural. It's an invention of mankind to control people and make people right and wrong. Um, and basically, um, gaslight them. Everybody who uses that's unfair is turning him or herself into a victim, is making you wrong because you are the lucky one. But uh, I don't buy the lie anymore, okay? If I want to contribute to someone, help someone, I'll do it because I want, not because I have to. And I uh, honestly look at nature. Fairness doesn't exist in nature. Say more about that. Well, have you, how does nature, how does nature, animals and plants, I mean, um, would an animal a herd needs to make sure that the strongest one is the leader. It's not, they don't even consider, is it male or female? No, the strongest one. They don't have the judgment of it has to be fair. It has to be equal. They don't do that. <laughs> like herds of wild animals being like, hold on. You got to lead yesterday. Can you back up? It's my turn. I have a, you know, a limpy arm, but I want to be a leader. Oh my God. It doesn't work in nature. Okay. So all this fairness is, I mean, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to exclude. Okay. Uh, uh, mankind are not animals. Okay. That's a fact. Um, but we also don't have to exaggerate with fairness and make sure everybody has equal choices. No, uh, mankind isn't. People are not, not equal. Okay. There is a difference between men and women. It is. It's not a judgment. Okay. Everybody has, uh, has other talents. So, so you look at your talent and not of, 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 of your sex or your education or where you were born or what color you have. All of that is it's judgment as well, that that shouldn't exist. In, in nature, it also doesn't exist. 
look at what are you truly good at and embrace that. Yeah. Look at your talents um, and, and take it from there rather than looking at what's fair and unfair. And people who judge others by it's unfair, well, why don't you care? You know, we, we, we have this... <laughs> We have this saying in Austrian, clean your, your, clean your own entrance first because before you bitch about others. <laughs> Fairness is just, I don't know, it's this game of victim and luck. It's both a lie. Okay. Don't, don't allow anyone to, 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 I don't know, people make use fairness so you feel guilty and you take down and you pay for them or you, it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. It's just judgment. Well, what you just showed me is that anybody who's t like sh shouting, it's not fair, thinks that that's actually going to bring them up. But any level of fairness and judgment is actually what brings, what will actually yeah. judge them as less. If it was, if fairness didn't exist, we, we would all have, you know, um, possibilities that were, uh, how would I put this? That were for us that maybe that no one else has if you would acknowledge it from that place rather than what's fair of what someone else has you know and access they talk to us about you know you have choices that you can make that others can't make um not based on less than or greater than but based on you being uh, you because you're you, yeah. you make other choices um, go ahead fairness takes away the uniqueness everyone is okay Everyone is unique. Look at mankind. No human being exactly looks like another one, not even twins. So we are that unique. And then we're talking what about fairness and being equal? No, nature, mankind was never designed to be equal. It's everyone is unique. So embrace your uniqueness and look what, and, and you know, people who say this is unfair and in whose reality are they, uh, are they um, adding energy? They compare themselves. Why would that create more? Look at where you are great at. Look at your own talents. Don't compare yourself with others. You are not that other person. So leave them alone and leave yourself alone. Because when you compare yourself, you make yourself less than. Amen. Um, <laughs> so, David, I ask every um, one of my guests on this podcast the same question at the end. Um, okay. And that is he's like, why didn't you prepare me? <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> I didn't do the question. Oh my God, I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> um, so the, the title of the podcast is The Power of Big You. And mm -hmm. so I'm, I like to know what you see as what is the power of being you. The power of being you is acknowledging whatever you desire in life, you can have it. Never quit, never give in, never give up. Keep going. Keep going and keep going. <laughs> I, love, I love that answer so much. Thank you. Um, so I know we have you have a call coming up. Um, we are in October of 2021, if you're listening to this. So the call is coming up when? <laughs> Tell me about it. On October 12th. Okay. It's next week and it's called Outcreating Authorities. Awesome. And it's about that topic we talked about before that people are, first of all, people make authorities greater. Um, they make themselves less than. They panic, they are afraid of, they hide, uh, or they are superior. 
whatever you be with authorities, um, my idea is let's co-create our world and life together rather than fighting against or being intimidated by. Um, and let's see how that works. <laughs> Just a slightly different point of view about a topic that is really big in this reality. Um, you know, taxes, uh, traveling with cash, going to immigration, um, now with the COVID restrictions, um, people are really intimidated and that's not necessary. Why would you be intimidated and worried if life could be so much ease, joy and glory? <laughs> I love that. So where can, some, where can the people find you or find this call? I have my own homepage. It's drdavidkubis.com. Uh, and I also have my profile on the Access Consciousness website, accessconsciousness.com slash David Kubis. All my classes are there. Um, and you'll find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, or you just Google me. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> Google me. But if you just put David Kubis in, you end up at a, uh, at a real estate company in Florida. That's not me. I'm the lawyer in Vienna and the Access facilitator. <laughs> Okay, my friend, thank you so, so much for being a guest here on the show today. And I look forward to having more conversations with you. And thank you for the gift you are to the world in so many. Things. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?